0: Welcome to The Colby Cast, episode 164. Thank you for joining us. Today, Colby homeschooling mother, Lindsay, joins Bonnie and I to discuss her experience of homeschooling with Colby Academy. Lindsay jokes that her experience could be a Colby Academy infomercial. And is she right? She walks us through the different services that she's used and how a family can make the most of their enrollment in Colby Academy. We hope that you'll enjoy the show.
1: Hi there. I'm Bonnie. Colby Homeschooling Mom of four lads and lasses, liturgical musician, popcorn, and podcast fanatic.
0: And this is Stephen, homeschooling father of five, and director of development for Colby Academy.
1: Good morning, Stephen. Nice to see you. How's your day going so far?
0: Going well. Things are scurrying about here early in the morning as a have a Son and a and one of his friends visiting from California, getting ready to take the CLT today. So uh, that's that's going on. Oh, so it might be quiet in my house actually for okay.
1: today. <laughs> They're right down to business to hit the ground running. Then if they're up and at it for that, Absolutely. okay. Hmm. We've had some CLT conversations now that you're bringing that up. I've been seeing those emails too, like sign up for the state of the CLT. And I'm thinking right. that'd be a good idea, but that didn't happen today. So good (laughs) good luck to him and his friend. Yes. We get to have a conversation today with a Colby parents. These that we like to have these and just find out how Colby families make things work in their homeschools, whatever it looks like. And we're very happy to welcome Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome to the Colby cast.
2: Good morning, Bonnie and Stephen. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me.
1: I've been looking forward to talking with you today, and it's been great conversing with you, preparing to record today. So the day has finally arrived. I'm very glad. Would you tell us a bit about yourself and your background, how you came to Colby, things like that?
2: Yeah, I think uh, my background is very similar to many of our families. Um, We came to Colby right from the beginning, so that has been a huge blessing in our lives. Um, Before we even had kids, we had met a family that homeschooled and kind of got us intrigued and um they were using sunlight even though they were a catholic family and when our kiddos came along and we were starting to think about preschool i just did i think what a lot of families do um, the good old google search (laughs) and i was looking for um i definitely wanted catholic not just christian specifically catholic to pass on the richness of our faith to our children um i was looking for a full service provider Um, I had talked with a lot of, uh, former teachers who said, you know, I use this math and that science. And I didn't feel like that was my background and I was ready for that. I wanted, um, someone to send me a box in August and September 1st, I would roll with that box with the, you know, day one, let's read pages two to four and do workbook page one. Great. Check. Got it. Um, so I was looking for that and I was looking for great literature. That was one of the things when they had told us about sunlight that I liked is is being able to read these wonderful books that corresponded a lot with with things in in other subjects. And um, it was very clear that Colby hit all of those criteria. so we we did a preschool year. And then when kindergarten came around, we jumped right in, and we've been with Colby ever since, and it's just gotten better and better.
1: That's great to hear. what are the what ages are your are your kids?
2: So I have all boys. Uh, We have a rising 11th grader, a rising 10th grader, rising 6th grader, and a rising kindergartner who is very excited to be part of the Colby family. Yeah. He wears his Colby shirt to church every week. (laughs) I
1: love that. That That is exciting. He's been watching his brothers do it and now he gets to join in. That's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. So how do you utilize the array of Colby offerings? How do you all make that work?
2: Yeah, we, we do it all. Uh, I, I, as um, I mentioned a little bit earlier before we started recording, I feel like today could be an infomercial for Colby because <laughs> we really have done it all. Um, so this upcoming year, our kindergartner will be in the homeschool program and our sixth grader will be doing almost all online with one self-paced. Eleventh um, grader, a mix of online and self-paced and the 10th grader, uh, mostly online i think i have one self paced and one outside course that our advisor helped us approve for credit that i think will really enhance um, his his slate for this year so we we're doing it all from the homeschool to the self paced to the online and working with that academic advising team to um, even take in the outside courses
1: very cool that that's on i hear some similarities i can relate to the send me send me the comprehensive thing. I'm not looking to go yes. find these different, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so yeah. 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 yeah.
2: And I, I think um, you know, Bonnie, you probably have heard it too from other parents who say, you know, I'm not sure I could do this. And I said, Colby makes it so easy. You never have to worry that you're, you're, they're gonna be behind or too far ahead or you're pushing them too much. They they've got this down. Those lesson plans, Right. They are great. They are exactly where your kiddo should be. And um, if you have any issues, you call them, and they will help you slow it down. Help you, you know, what can we leave out? He seemed to have gotten this super fast, you know. Yeah. Um, that yeah, that total. Here's your box for the year. Is
1: is an incredible uh, opportunity. Yes, and that's also that sense of this is enough for today. Yep. Because yeah. there is that that wondering that sort of question too, like, have we are we doing enough? Like, yes, <laughs> we have done yep. enough today mm-hmm
2: exactly Yep. Yeah, we did our our pages let's move to the next subject or some days you know let's do tomorrow's as well and uh mm-hmm. and we'll do double science tomorrow or what have you but but having that general plan that y- you know you know if we cover all of this we're we're getting a, a high quality solid education
1: dear boys how do they in, i don't know if enjoy is the right word but do they have <laughs> a sense of um appreciation or they, do they like being able to see here's what's all ahead for me today or this week, you know, in the high school levels, they, they might be laid out more on a weekly rather than a daily format. So how do they, what do they make of that?
2: I think it works. It works well. I think they appreciate it, but being uh, especially teenage boys, they're not going to let you know that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I think, um, you know, they appreciate that. They appreciate with the online instructors, apparent you know, especially who will um, put, you know, put the week's work in the folder at the prior to class. I, I think that's really nice. It is nice. Um, I, you know, I, my husband and I have talked about, as far as that goes with the high school program, that is college prep. Like, here is your assignment. We're gonna meet once, maybe twice per week. and And here's your readings and your essay. And um, you get to decide when we're going to do this. So especially, I think with the the teens, they do like that freedom to. Am I going to do my math problems homework set, or am I going to write a little bit of my theology essay? And and you know, I I'm good with either one as long as we're going to get them all done. Um, so I think that they do appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, I don't I don't think they'll ever openly ad- ad- admit that
1: to us. Yeah. And it takes some trial and error. Some just, dis- yes, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. sir. Sure. And that can be a little bit, um, nerve wracking to watch but anyway. It's part of the process, yes. right? <laughs> yes.
2: Because their process is sure you, Stephen and Bonnie, you've both seen what they choose to tackle first is not necessarily what I would choose to tackle first and, and how they go about it is not necessarily the way I would do it, but you know, we're learning and, and, um, you know, one of the things, Bonnie, I think we thought we might talk about later is getting ready for uh, next year. Yeah, I have the Schoology app on my phone, so I can kind of, um, you know, see what's coming and what's going. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. got to learn how to do this, but for I say, I say two or five days.
1: It's so. like that emoji where you've got one eye covered and you're peeking through the other one like, oh, okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, so this so that's a, a plus and a, a minus kind of you know trying not to be a helicopter parent, but at the same time, you know, when they they get it and they grow and and watching them do that progression from the kindergarten where here's our workbook, we're gonna do pages two and three today, and let's work on this. Let's hold our pencil right, you know, up to developing the the whole thesis and and finding our supporting evidence and putting it all together and getting your feedback from your teacher. Um. It's an incredible journey to really be part of.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I've had that experience kind of in some of the first years with Colby in high school, uh, watching watching my children kind of adapt to this like, okay, I've got to read all of this for class. And, you know, starting out thinking, okay, I can wait and just read it all at once. And then realizing, ooh, that didn't go very well. But in, but learning his limits as far as like this, I can do about this many pages before I just space out and I lose track, you know. So it was really fun to see at, at a young, relatively young age <laughs> compared to my experience, you know, Learning how to be disciplined, and and so it's I, have, I had that sort of experience as well in our within our family.
2: Yeah, and it's neat because it's different for as I'm sure you've seen with your students. What works for one does not work for the other. So one might be able to push it a little more, and the other one really shouldn't do that. Um, yeah, and yeah. and the other thing, Stephen, I'm sure you noticed as well is um, there's the short term your reading that's due with the reading quiz in one week, and then there's that you know one month out essay. And you kind of, you can't just, you know, do the one and say, I I did my homework. Well, it's coming back. Yeah. 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 It
1: all all worked out. So with your, you have young, young children all the way up to high schoolers. so. What does that kind of look like for you? Just is there, I'm sure there's no standard daily routine, but is there, what's it kind of like in general sense, balancing because you're going back and forth from from either end.
2: So this is one of those ones where I feel like I'm the the Colby infomercial lady. Um, <laughs> we I want to say about the time Colby introduced their online elementary program, which I believe was in spring of 2020. Then it, obviously with pandemic, it really bloomed. Um, we had had a conversation of, wow, this is an incredible opportunity because things are going to get a little bit harder very quickly in that. Um, you know, it's okay when I'm doing still seventh grade math and the the pre-algebra. I, I remember that well. And then I can switch down to math facts, no problem. But it's going to get a l- lot more complicated um, going from algebra two to math facts. Because um, I, I, I felt like, again, with Colby's support and their well-thought-out lesson plans and the resources they picked, I could do it. But it has been a while too, so to make sure my kiddo really got the best algebra, the best literature experience, I was going to have to brush up on a lot, and that was going to be um, make it a lot harder to balance going between the, the kiddos. So, um, Bonnie, I guess my answer to your question is we offloaded a lot of that heavy list lifting to Colby's online program. Okay, and um, one of the things I've done, and it, it takes a lot but um, I stagger schedules if I can. So I will have one in an online class in the morning. So for example, my high schoolers typically started at 10 with their first class this past season. And then Mrs. uh, O'Connor had given us an opportunity to switch my elementary schooler, who will now be in middle school, um, into schedule two. Uh, And for a number of reasons, that worked really well. So then he didn't start till noon. So while the high schoolers were in class, I was able to work with the elementary schooler and kind of look at his daily schedule. What kind of asynchronous things did Mrs. Jones and Mrs. Havens have for that day that we could work on together? Do you need help? Do you have any questions? Okay. Um, Then he would go to class and some of my high schoolers would come out of class. And okay, did you have any questions about anything that... That you went over today. Do you understand your homework? Do you want to brainstorm? Talk about anything? Okay, you're all set. And then I could work with my preschooler. So it was a little bit of a dance that's taken some time to refine. But um, so that's one thing we've done: stagger schedules. And the other one is really truly, um, I let Mr. Stratman teach algebra two this year. So that that really freed up a lot of kind of my capacity to be able to to move between them because I wasn't having to kind of Go over it, reteach it. Watch watch a video first to, to get the concept before we did it together.
1: Mm-hmm. That's no joke.
2: Yeah, having um, you know, for example, our literature wonderful literature teachers lead those conversations, and then you know, like I said, and then I can kind of swoop in as the homework help. Um, what did you think of that? What did you guys discuss today? Um as, has really made it very easy to to be the parent uh, across the the elementary, the middle, and uh, and the high school.
1: Good deal. Good deal. So I have all sorts of things I want to hear about how things work <laughs> for you day to day. So let's start where in the summertime where we are. What does your summer look like?
2: Um, our our summer as our advisor, as probably everyone in my kids' classes knows, uh, they are in the homeroom program, so they always do that student of the week. Oh. Uh-huh. Um. So the the. The upcoming 11th graders all know this particular student is a swimmer. Um, so we will spend a large part of our summer at the pool. That's a lot of fun. Um, it is a big chunk of of time. Um, I was talking with Megan Lengel once about the great thing about summer team is typically all the kids are on the same team. So for moms who are used to you know this practice, that game, we're all going to the same place, so that is a really nice part of that. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, so summer will will look like a lot of time at the pool. It will look like um, yesterday. We just had the opportunity to go to the Dr. Seuss Museum. Oh, nice. um, that was really cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, we it's in a complex that also has a science museum and a local history museum, so we were able to see all three. Uh, they had a traveling exhibit on um, games, so the history of games. So we played life-size Candyland. So we'll try oh, to, yeah, so we try to throw some of that in. Um, I just found out yesterday that I am hosting a number of teens for a camp out with an outdoor movie. Oh, there you go. So, okay. yeah, <laughs> so I will be oh. going to the store <laughs> to buy food for that. Um, By the way. We will do that. <laughs> um we will do the Colby book clubs and summer reading, um, which is always fun. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, what what's not to love about that? Great books. Awesome Colby instructors. Yeah. Definitely. So that's on the schedule. Uh, in addition to the offline uh, summer reading program, which I did sign them up for as well. Um, and I think the other one is we're going to do, um, and I wish, you know, Dr., where's Dr. Almonds are when we need him, Clovatus um, Camp. My understanding is it translates to where are we going, And that's offered by our diocese, actually at Dr. Almanzar's Magdalen College. Um, and so I would uh, highly recommend check out what your vocations office has, particularly for your teens. Um, my understanding my son went last year. it is um, canoeing and hiking and sports games with time for reflection uh, with the seminarians and the vocations director and I believe the bishop came um, on the final day last year as well and to give the boys obviously to to see if a vocation might be what God has in store for them but um even so where are you going are you asking God what what's where he wants you to go are you you reflecting as you're going into uh, discerning. Where am I going to go to school? Am I going to go to school? Or am I going to pursue something else? Um, where does God want me to be? So uh, we have that on the schedule as well, which we're we're super excited
1: for. We've we've had the pleasure of visiting with Dr. Messmore from Magdalen College before, and he was describing their um, their patron, Saint John Paul II. And that sounds very much in keeping with with him. And he came to mind as you were describing that. It sounds like an amazing opportunity, and it all sounds very yeah. intentional. How you're Ordering your summer days, there's a lot of intentionality there. It's, it's not that just full stop of momentum and whatever kind of yeah.
2: Yeah, so it, I mean we we definitely have a shift. Um, you know we're a little more laid back. Um, like I said, a lot of time at the pool, but um, a lot of friends that we don't necessarily see as much through the year join the same team because summer summer team tends to be more relaxed. So we get to to see these these wonderful people um you know we throw the field trip in but it's not you know every day go 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 we got to do this we got to be here um so nice. um yeah kind, kind of a bit of a shift but still i think enriching is, is that what we hope for as parents so
1: sounds like it and alongside that are you you were telling me as we were preparing you you've done some work to wrap up the last school year which is <laughs> I'm not there yet. I <laughs> have some okay. wrapping up to do. Um no, you've, no. you've wrapped that up nicely and you are you are well poised to start next year, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, we're well, we're getting there. Um I think after we finish this, I will be getting the final um homeschool and self-paced course grades together to turn those in. Um, but yeah, preparing for for next year. Um I think we're starting orientation a little bit earlier this year, if I look at my calendar, which I guess tip one, print out your Colby calendar and hang that up, (laughs) which I have done. It looks like orientation this year is going to open July 17th. Um, We like to start that early. Um, Even though we've been with Colby online for multiple years now, there are always changes. And if you are a new family it uh, honestly it is a big learning curve too especially if you're coming from a brick and mortar school there's a lot of information in that orientation it does walk you through the Schoology the Adobe Connect um, and it can I think be a little bit whoa Um, so you know start early do a a little bit at a time you know one module at at a sitting I, I you know so we'll We'll be looking at it again doing that as uh, early as possible. We're, let's not wait until last minute on that one. Yeah. I will uh, I think Bonnie, we talked a little bit in the pre-podcast. I was very proud of I got my classroom ready. Um yes, I was impressed. cleaned it out. I got the the work, you know, last year's workbooks out. Um the Colby bookstore people are amazing. They already had my new books here. So we, you know, got those on the shelf. And I feel like There's a piece that comes with knowing like that, that's all set up, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, less of a chicken with a head cut off running around um, because things do get chaotic. You know, the the day before is, you know, has there been an update to Adobe Connect and and now doesn't work again. We have to to go reset that. Um, And, you know, the other one I like to do is I print out everybody's online schedules and hang it over their desks that um, usually changes from year to year. And, and with multiple kiddos, I can't remember for the first few weeks who's supposed to be where and when. Um, so we always we hang those out. And um, one of the things we talked about is um, your accommodation plan. If, if you have a learner who's gonna need a little bit more support. Um, and, and we had talked about um, some of the very cool new things that Colby has available for families this year to support our learners.
1: Yeah, that's definitely, I want to come back to that. All these are great. I'm taking notes like, okay, that sounds good. Um, The bookstore thing, this episode is coming out probably mid-July, around the time orientation opens. And last year we got to talk to Nancy Nelson in the bookstore. She kind of peeled back the curtain a little bit so we could see what's going on, the magic they're making there, because they do great work getting families taken care of with their books. And she also talked about placing your book orders around this time, not waiting till August. So that would, if- If that is a uh, not on the list yet, that might be I that. <laughs> a good thing to add to it. Um, yeah. um, that is episode one hundred and three, so I'll put that in our show notes so folks can enjoy that episode.
2: Well, you know what, I uh, Bonnie, I'm sure, and Stephen, you you found it as um, the the staff at the bookstore is incredible in that they know what you already have, and it's not like they can just send you the 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 eighth grade kit or the the tenth grade kit because Colby has that flexibility where you can pick the classes that work. So there is no standard. Tenth grade essentially. So they're balancing what class are your kids in, plus what classes have as an older sibling take. Yes. They they really, you know, blow my socks off every year. They deserve all the the we can can heap on them for the support they do for our families.
1: Absolutely. Anytime we can brag on them. They're they're all yeah. that is a fabulous team. Okay, so lots of lots of great tips for getting ready for back to school at this point in the summer without it being full on. Like, okay, it's go time. So, as as you get closer to go time, does anything else come to mind that you want to do right before as school is getting off the ground for the year?
2: Yeah. So uh, that so that was kind of our, our pre pre start um, things things that we look at to do. Once we kind of get into that that orientation week, the the first the first um, week of classes. We start talking about some of the things that you're gonna need during the year and and um hopefully for my kids it's a reminder. Um, you know, the clubs list. Oh my goodness. Um M- Megan Lingle has worked so hard and the entire staff um to recognize that we are not a brick and mortar school. We don't get to really hang out at lunch, um, but we do have some awesome clubs for students to pursue. Their interests. So, what clubs look interesting to you guys? Do you want to rejoin the clubs you were in last year? Would you like to add a club? Um, do you want to just try? There's no, you know, if you go to a club and, and maybe it's not your thing, that's okay. Um, we've not had that experience, but you know, it, it doesn't hurt to to sign up for a club and and explore. Um, rising eleventh grader was concerned with the amount of time he does spend on his um, swim team that he wouldn't have time for a club and i said you know what you can just sign up and if you make a couple meetings it is what it is um he was actually able to make most of the meetings and loved it and is looking forward to the club next year but again you know what's what's your interest what do you want to learn a little bit more about what would be fun to to do um so we do look at the clubs list make a plan of of which ones you might want to be part of this year um and i do a lot of reminding of of the resources is that I feel like um, some of our students who've been with us for a while might forget, maybe they didn't use them last year. You know, recorded class sessions. You guys, this is such a great opportunity that brick and mortar kiddos don't have. So if if that multi-step math problem, or if that theme that you went over in literature, like it didn't quite click, pull up your recording later. You can do that. You can watch it over and over and over. Yeah. Oh, uh, so we get it, you know. So reminder, we, you know, we have that. Um, the one I, I remind them about a lot is teacher office hours. And I know I've had uh, uh, students say, ah, you know, I don't know, I don't want to bother them. You are not bothering our teachers. They actually love teaching. Right. They really yes. do. So um, if you have a question, don't feel ashamed or shy to to go to office hours and um, bring your thesis. You know, is, is this, spark it up the right tree or bring your math problem that I still didn't, I still am not quite sure how we're doing this. Um make sure you know what those office hours are, how to find them on your on your Schoology page. Make sure you know you're looking at it in the right time zone, yeah. um, which is, you know, we've made that mistake uh, just a handful of times that we been, oh, that's right. Mrs. So-and-so is on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. So she has Pacific listed before Eastern. Um, you know, homework hangouts for our elementary schoolers. That's another great one. Like do I make sure that is on the schedule. Like, this is the time for ELA homework hangout. You know, it's gonna be on Tuesdays this year. Make sure you know that. Um and the peer tutoring when that one comes up. We love the peer tutoring. Um, we've yeah, we've had um a really great experience with that. So keep an eye out for when the National Honor Society gets that rolling for the year. Um, Particularly, as I mentioned, we are very into the swimming and the athletics. So when one student is at practice, the other one is usually here working. And sometimes he'll have questions and he'll shoot me a message. And although, is it peer tutoring day? He'll look, yep. Okay, I think that's a a good question they can help you with over there. Um, So it's kind of our first week. How do we get going? I wish I could, give you more about, you know, we start waking up an hour. or well, we don't do that. We, <laughs> we gotta go trial by fire. Right, uh, right. The, you know, till, till we get it and, and more, we kind of remind ourselves what's available, what's going to make us successful. Um, you know, how do we want this year to look?
0: Well, you you weren't you weren't wrong when you said this could be a Colby infomercial. I think yeah. you have better <laughs> listed every single resource that we could offer that we would do if we were trying to kind of lay it out artificially. So yeah. that's, that's amazing.
1: It's wonderful that it works yeah. so well for you. It really uh, does. We've gotten to hear all the the intentionality that has gone into forming these. It's great to hear that how you guys are making use of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, and so, and you know, when they introduced peer tutoring, when we opened the National Honor Society chapter at Colby, I forget if it was um, who the advisor was, but I knew she was posting every day, you know, peer tutoring, peer tutoring, I said, clearly I want folks to go, so if you have a question, and I am not here, you know, this is a, a great resource, so I know they have spent a lot of time developing these these support services, and 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 clubs and and there's a lot, uh, as you said, intentionality. Um, I feel like we are paying tuition to Colby and um, like many families, it is can be a sacrifice for our family as a whole to make sure we have this opportunity, we have this education that is so top-notch, that is a college prep education or a life prep for for any of my students who might not choose to do a traditional four year um but that said uh, my husband and i are um sacrificing to make it work to pay the fees and if these extra things are available you guys take advantage of everything that's there um, because uh, it, it's it's part of of what it is to be the colby family so by all means
0: yeah but i i really i really appreciate that comment but it's clear you are I mean, when you're talking about all the different services that you're using there, or, and the community, how engaged in these different ways that people think, "Well, we're all we're here alone," but you know, th- those tuition payments, <laughs> which are yeah. sacrifice. You know, I I really love you bringing that up too, because this is it is a sacrifice in in our society to decide to give your child a Catholic classical education at home. I mean, because you have to often sacrifice, you know, having Two incomes, which is what our society expects, and they expect you're going to take advantage of the the free public education where they can form your children for you, of course. But it is a real sacrifice for every parent. I love that though. Take advantage of all those things. Yeah. You know, they're there. Just use them all because we're trying to come up with. You know, as a community, we're trying to come up with everything that. that a family needs to be supported and to be successful in this and yeah so use it yeah. use, use those yeah. things
2: um Stephen, you might get a real kick out of um with that national honor society tutoring um and, and they go but so my point will be they go above and beyond all of these resources are are top notch um i had a kiddo it was the last week of of a semester, which is, as I'm sure you both have experience with, that is when all the papers and the projects come due. And I believe we also had a swim meet we needed to get to. And I um I sent I think ninth grader, you know, I, I have to pack for this because it was a long weekend meet. We need to stay overnight. Take your paper to peer tutoring. And and I'm sure that proofread that you were hoping mom could help you with, they will they will do that final look for you. Make sure you didn't miss anything and as i'm running you know in and out i hear a discussion on thesis and i was like oh gosh the last thing we need as we're getting ready to do is you know re reworking the whole thesis but you know those <laughs> those fear tutoring um uh, she spent an hour going over that that paper um so the care even for the students for each other mm-hmm. um you know as these these resources that we can take advantage of is is incredible but um of course i'm like just find the missing promise <laughs> you need to turn this in right, right. Yeah. <laughs> let's not rework anything but um yeah so so it's it's there we've we've committed to this this style of education we've committed like you said to to be a one income household we've committed um, to, uh, as, uh, Kristen Pizarro often reminds my kiddos, um, our classes are anyone else's honors classes. So, you know, we've, we've got a heavy lift in, in some of these where you're, you're kind of, um, going to be asked, asked a lot. So if you've said yes to Colby, you've said yes to that. So, you know, the learning labs and, the uh, the office hours and, the uh, the peer tutoring, and now we're going to have teacher tutoring as well. You know, it's, um it's just to me a little bit silly not to do it because you you yeah. can and and it does make it easier as a parent you know that i didn't have to stop in the middle of all that packing to to proofread this because um a wonderful young lady in peer tutoring was was happy and and willing and available to to do that for with with him so
1: yeah and even on other occasions when you have read it a bunch have someone else read it yes sorry Sarah, yeah. go ahead <laughs> yeah it
0: was just a just thinking about talking about the rigor too. And, and like you were mentioning with the honors courses and that was my, my son started Colby in high school. Um, And at first when I looked at the lesson plans, I was thinking, what are they doing here? This is crazy. (laughs) And I think for him, it was a bit crazy, but remarkably at the end of that first year, you know, so I like your approach better. Start at the, start at the (laughs) beginning and go through the whole, that's, that I think is Is better but if you're going to jump in stick i think sticking with it and just the growth i saw over that first Uh, year of where it was impossible at the beginning and then by the end it's like oh no he's developed the habits he's he's stretched so it's yeah uh, yeah. but but they (laughs) they are challenging courses you're you're ready for college when you go
2: definitely definitely are for sure and you know it's it's um steven perhaps your son would have a or your child would have a different perspective might have never not been in Colby. So um I, I hate to maybe I'm phrasing it wrong. They don't know how good they have it or or uh, you know, having always been challenged. And I keep reminding him, when you when you go out beyond Colby, um, I think a lot of your peers, you know, if you go to um, you know, like many families, we are beginning to talk about some of the Newman Guide schools. Um, they might struggle that first semester, but I think for you, again, with that that format of we're only meeting once or twice a week and here's your reading, here's your essay, um, here's my office hours. You know, you're gonna be familiar with that. Some of these, I think I had seen um, perhaps on one of the webinars we had or maybe a podcast, I'm not sure, uh, where an alumni had come back and said, you know, we covered this this text in my college class, which I had done with Mr. or Mrs. so-and-so or Dr. so-and-so in ex-Colby class. And therefore, you know, I, I, we went deeper, or what have you. But you know, I, I was already familiar with that text and, and ready to go. And, um, you know, one of the things my husband has has mentioned is, wow, that's a lot of primary sources that yes. we use. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, having that familiarity with these these texts, and, and they are not always easy texts. And in that respect, though, we've we've really enjoyed that in that. Um, particularly with theology, uh, my high schoolers will take a text that they're struggling with or an outside reading, and it becomes a really nice bonding time with my husband, um, who has read many of them and really enjoys them. And it's nice for me to to not always be the, the academic support one. Um, and they they go through it together on, on a Sunday afternoon. Um, you know, what is this text? So, you know, before we get to class, but again, they're not necessarily easy test that your text, excuse me, that your typical 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grader would see. Um, but we, we ask a lot and I, I think it will serve them well going, going beyond.
0: Yeah. I like I like the pointing out those the the greatness of those texts as well because mm-hmm. like my daughter's at Thomas Aquinas College right now where I'm a graduate of and she would be reading a lot of the things in some of her classes that Colby students read right now. Yeah. But the the thing with those texts though is that they're not like, oh, I've I've read Like I've read the Bible, I've got it. I don't need to, or the Iliad all these books are just, they're, they're so such rich teachers. You can just keep coming back to them and gaining more and more wisdom from them. So it's, it's nice that way too.
2: Yep. Yep. And, you know, back to getting ready for school. um, If you're a parent, um, download that Schoology app and, and log in because I think, um, you know, these things pop up. And um, particularly with your middle school or your elementary school, it's good to see what's, what's going on. You know, the high schoolers, we kind of want them to be more independent, more self-sufficient, self-driven. But um, those younger students, um, you know, what's going, what's going on? What, what do we have to do? How are you doing? Um, and that Schoology app makes it very, very easy to, to have access to that, that information.
1: And that's a good point. Is the parent getting to know his or her way around Schoology? Yes. Uh, For families unfamiliar with Schoology, that is where the Colby courses are housed. Like they, they, the students get to their courses via Schoology. All their, all their assignments are posted there. They turn in assignments there. The links to the Adobe Connect classrooms where the live classes are conducted, all of that is there. Various discussion boards associated with classes. And there's a section for parents as well where the parents can connect with each other if they if they wish to get their families more in contact outside of class and stuff. So it's well worth the time to get to know our way around Schoology a bit. And I've been trying to use the app more. I'm not as good with the app, so I tend to log in on my browser. But I'm glad to hear the app works so well for you.
2: The app does work really well. And, and as I tend to be a lot on the go, um, it is nice. And then especially, again, with those younger grades and even with the older grades, you know, um, you can see the feedback sometimes, too. So, you know, with the middle schooler. Uh, you know, how did that go? You know, she thought this, so let's work on that for next time. Yeah. You know, as, we're, as we're working on an X or y project. So that's, that's super helpful. Yeah, definitely.
0: And at the time of this recording, it's not out yet, but by the time that uh, this will be dropping, we'll, there's a new feature on the Colby portal, the new Colby portal that they have, where you'll be able to get your lesson plans there and, and see a calendar on that portion as well of all of the courses and such. So looks beautiful from what the little preview that we've had. And so that I think, will take the place of some of like the the more clunky power school sort of stuff that some people who are were doing things. But it's look it looks beautiful from the first view. So so something else to to keep it to to check out by the time this drops. We've
1: done so Wonderful. much work on all of that stuff. Yeah. That yeah.
2: Uh, there really has been a lot of improvement for the parent experience over the the last year or two, um, you know, even with enrollment and stuff. And that has been super, super helpful. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the, I mean, that's the last thing that you need as a busy parent is to try to have to navigate yeah. a clunky system just to get your, your kids re-enrolled or enrolled or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I, they're doing really wonderful work there and it's, uh, it's so exciting to see. That's so exciting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. And less
1: logins. I like
0: less logins.
1: Yes. Logs. Yes. <laughs> so, right. Yes. You have mentioned a couple of times some accommodations. I want to get into that more. So I want to ask one more thing about how you all balance athletics and school work once the school year starts. Sounds like swimming continues and other athletic um, activities. Do you have a little bit to say about how you all balance that with your with the online class schedule and, and your other things you yeah. got going on?
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, in particular today, we're talking about athletics. Um, That is my students' passions. But I think as we get into high school, you can um, substitute theater or scouting or uh, music. Uh, Any of those things, I feel like by the time we get to high school, um, we've zeroed in on something that lights us up. And, and it is no longer sufficient to pursue that at the rate of an hour a week with a lesson. So, um, you know, for us, it is athletics and, and swimming and, you know, there's kind of two ways that we, we make that work. Um, the day to day is we have a schedule that Colby allows us to. So, um, you know, we have the classes until it's time for practice. Practice will leave usually about 3.30, 4-ish, and we'll be back by 7.38, so it does take our whole evening, and then we go into um, a homework. And and then, you know, one thing I found is my teens prefer to take their exams later in the evening. It's quiet. We don't have to, uh, you know, cut off and go because we have to, to get to practice or, or what have you. Um, and I'm an a evening person. So that works, you know, really well um, for our family. Um, and then they will sleep um, more towards 8, 830-ish the next morning. And we can do that because we don't need to be up for a bus at six o'clock. And so that that kind of flexibility to make that schedule that would accommodate that has, has been super helpful. and And being able to work with them later in the evening if, if that's when their their teen biological clock um, best accommodates, we, we can do that. Uh, so we have that kind of working with the schedule. And I think, again, that goes for any passion. You know, having that, you know, I'm going to take my classes and my classes today, I only really have two. So I'm going to do, you know, this assignment first, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to do that. Um, you know, Colby makes that work. Um, the other one is, I can't say enough, about um, academic advising in that their focus is always on the student. And we came to Kristen Pizarro, uh, I think I want to say February-ish. I make my students come, my older students come to their academic advising appointment with me in that I don't want to hear the following year that this class is what you and and Mrs. Pizarro made me take. You guys picked this for me. No, you were right there. <laughs> you know, we gave you some options and this was the the ones that we all agreed would be best for you. And um, so going back to how that works with, with the high school commitments, it was never about putting our kids in as many AP and honors courses as we can possibly put them in because that looks good for Colby because then we can say, you know, 85% of our, our senior class were all enrolled in this. It, that has never been... Colby's um, answer to upper level academics. And for that, we're incredibly grateful. Um, And when we went to academic advising, Kristen had said, yep, it's the issue I see a lot. We've got too many cool things and you can't do them all. And and there was no push to do it all. There was a push to look at the student um, and how is he going to thrive? Do we need to take a course away? Do we need to drop from an honors to a core course? Um, do we need to look at a a self-paced instead of a a live so you can um you know take a week off if you need to because you've got a swim meet and it's going to be all weekend and you just can't also do the paper as well do you need an extra you know that type of thing um so looking at balancing it all so for that student we made a number of those changes um we had to step back from a couple subjects, which was a little bit difficult because, you know, with Colby, we've got this beautiful classical curriculum set up. But as, as Kristen pointed out, sometimes you just can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and we moved to, I believe, two self-paced and, and four online for that student for next year, um, which would give him just a little more flexibility. We switched which. Which uh, so again, I um, knowing that student, I did want him to pursue some honors classes. Um, so we we did keep some, but we we might have switched, I believe, which subjects they were were going to be in. Um, but it was never with Kristen about um, anything other than that student. And when we left the meeting, she said, "I want you to go pray about this." I want you to think about this, and I want you to have peace with, with the courses we've picked and and the the format we've picked. She goes, you can be nervous about it because it is still going to be a, a workload, but you need to have peace with it. And to me, that is what Colby's about. It is not um, anything other than taking these students and informing and them to be who God has has called them to be and helping them find who that is. Um, and in in that case, she was very open to the fact that um, the athletics are a, a big part of of who he is, what lights him up. And 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 while academics is always tough, as it is for you know, I'm sure all of our Colby families, um, you you don't want to put that that light out uh, and have him be miserable by by doing too much of 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 one and trying to do the other. So how can we you know make him light up, um, which was the number one thing that she listened to and took into account and you know we're, we're so grateful for
0: such a good emphasis because you know i think we like being from a public school myself you just tend to think of schooling has to be this drudgery that you just have to get through mm-hmm. but that's not at all what colby is like i mean with the beauty of of all of the courses and and it's it is something to get excited about. And so I love that you've you've focused on that balance and that discovery for your child where it's, it's like, will it always be fun? No, it's not always going to be fun, but, but there should be that. There should be room for that, that joy to come through when you discover something interesting, you know, that's, that's important.
2: Yeah. And I feel like, I uh, feel like many of us as parents, there was an age to, you know, 20 to 30 years ago where there was a push for everyone to go to college everyone to just take as many high level courses as they could um and i remember students in in my high school um having breakdowns you know they they it was too much um and it's just so nice that that is not colby's thing um because i i felt like that wasn't just my school i felt like that was a, almost a generational thing. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't know if that's still going on because we've never been in, in the public school setting, but um, it's nice that we, it's it's not even a concern with Colby.
1: We had a related discussion to honors versus core courses in episode 148, engage and apply. So I'm going to link that one in our show notes too, because uh, our guests on that episode get into many of the things that you're, that you're raising now that, so that's an interesting one. And it speaks also to the focus, not being how many honors courses can we load you up with? That's not the, yeah. So I'll leave that there. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like pointing out being able to adjust what the enrollment looks like for a student once we get rolling and figure out, okay, this, we need to adjust this a bit and how, how we're able to do that with Colby that that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. I, I think I mean, I I love the flexibility of Colby and the ability of a, a parent to to work with the advisor, to step in and make changes because, again, for people coming into Colby new, it may be the case that you even have to take the core course, step back a little bit, thin that out, take it. I mean, that's yeah. OK. You, you don't that, prefer, you know that one year what you're doing is building to the best of your ability and getting that richness you know that's the, that's the more important thing don't you don't have to feel like a failure if you if yeah. you didn't do everything or whatever you know it's it's we understand that it's just different you're you're building skills and your you're being formed that's the important thing not not the ap not the, the honors you know how many you've gotten so i love that about COVID.
1: Yeah, there'll be things that come up in life later too, where we—I mean, how many things do we take on as adults and be like, okay, hold on, <laughs> <This> is...
2: <laughs> Yeah, and as you said, as adults, um, eventually we ha- have to say no. Right. Uh, that you know, it's something that has been difficult for me when when I've been asked to volunteer and do this or that because you know I'm the homeschool mom, um, mm-hmm. so I must have all, all the time. time. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And you know, sometimes you just have to say no. And you have, you know, as our students look at these classes, I would really love to do this, but I just have to say no, um, or 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 come at it a, another year. Um, I need to look at myself. You know, what 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 can can I really do? Who am I? Uh, what are my limitations? And and where where do I want to excel? What's going gonna, gonna help me? And we have parents, and we have the advisors, as you know because they are not adults yet <laughs> um, to help guide them in that and, and, and do that.
1: So, you know, again, yeah, that's a, that's a hard lesson. We can't do all the things oh, we'd like anyway. to do. I know. And so many wonderful classes, particular there to are this so many great discussion. Ones. That's a hard one. Yes. I know Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. You know, and every year I go to Mr. Bierski's and Mrs. Lingle, the state of Colby, where they introduce all the new stuff and I want to sign up for everything. <laughs> Yep, right
1: there so with you. Him. Have to,
2: yeah. You know, every every new class sounds, sounds super fun, but they're not necessarily all. They're not going to be fun if you're stressed out, and then you're you're you know you're having to have tough conversations with your kiddo about, um, you know, lower grades or assignments that are you know now everyone's stressed because because you you've overdone it and you didn't say no.
1: Or mm-hmm. their attitude, yeah. Yeah. you've been working with Colby for a while to make uh, to customize the the Colby offerings to what your students need. Could you share a bit of your experience working, working in that area to make um, accommodations for learning needs and things along those lines?
2: Yeah, um, absolutely. Abby. I'd love to. I have felt that and, and perhaps you've, you've noticed it as well. Um, as as homeschooling has grown, it has changed. And, um, you know, that was one of the ways uh, that the new student services webinar opened up. Um, Homeschooling has exploded. We've seen an incredible spike in our enrollment numbers. And I say that we like I'm on the staff, but, uh, you know, as we as the, the greater Colby family. But going back, so this will be, I believe, our 12th year homeschooling There was a time where I felt everyone's child was super talented and super gifted. (laughs) And I have a student with um, special, special needs, and that was not the case. And uh, a lot of thing I hear sometimes from families is I couldn't do it. I need the support of the public school system and being with Colby. And again, going back when I was looking for a school, Finding something that was uh, a full service provider. Um, so even at the earliest days when we were just in the homeschool and we were still very young, I always could call into Colby and say, "It, it's I, it, and that was my phone call." Yeah, I just don't <laughs> works. know with tears. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I just don't know what to do next. And there was always another recommendation. There was always a um, try this, try that. So. Many, many years ago with with Colby, it was just having professional educators available, which we, as we've talked about with office hours, with, uh, you know, your academic advisor, like that is all still very much in place. Uh, As we've grown with Colby, um, the special needs offerings have also grown. Um, As we went into the online program, Celeste was our advisor, and she made sure that accommodations were available for my student um and that all the teachers were aware of of things that they would have to look out for and and things he might need to make him successful um and we went through a period of then formalizing that as colby has gotten bigger and um now we're at this wonderful place where we um Stephen, perhaps you you have a better understanding of this but um from attending the webinar and and going back over our things where um you know we we have like a formal support services division student services um for families and um looking at that it was funny i i attended the student services webinar back when it was released in, in spring. And I actually actually um emailed Kristen and Karen and I said, you know, I don't know where upcoming 10th grader falls on that list uh, of how we're going to to do this because his his challenges are very unique to him. And it's funny for everything we have in place, Kristen and Karen said, don't worry, we got it. I said, okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> And, you know, that goes with as as far back as um, with all these things we do in the summer. um, I actually forgot last summer to re-request a formal accommodation. And so my kiddo went to um, the first week of classes where a lot of times the the teachers say, tell me about yourself, make a little video. And my student uh, addressed with his math teacher, you know, you should know this about me. And then a day later, I got a call from Kelly Powers going, did you... (laughs) <laughs> want to do an accommodation plan? I'm like, oh yeah, I really do. Kelly Powers was incredible. She, again, having those professional um, educators who know what to look for, you know, I'm mom, but she said, what about this? What about that? Um, and she put it into his, his formal accommodation plan, which is, is now in his file. Um, but I yeah, definitely, Think about it now, as as this comes out in the next in midsummer-ish, don't, like the bookstore. Don't wait and don't do that. That is, you know, it it happened. We're going to make sure we don't do that again. But uh, the point being, Colby has always made sure my student has what he needs. Um, I had Chris and Pizarro make sure he has access to a resource um he sometimes has a hard time holding these big thick books those those primary sources that we we've got and it's a digital um where he can listen and see it on the screen and and taking away his having to um manipulate this large this large text just just that alone makes makes a big difference um we had to do a little bit with pe and i i had said to kelly you know how how would we do this um he's a little bit limited in the options for PE, you know the swimmer but he's done by like october <laughs> you know with your so many hours of physical activity like check uh but the other student you know there's there's kind of a, a limitation to what he can do um she came back and said you know we have options a b and c uh what do you think I talked about it with the student student liked you know option b we went with that and it actually opened up a whole another thing. Um, so nature walks was was one that she had suggested, he started doing a lot of nature walks, which led to um, can I have a garbage bag and a, a a grabber. So now we're doing, you know, garbage pickup, and then it even made its way into a ninth grade essay. Um, I, I want to say the unit is on revising. So it was, the, I think the topic is, you know, write me an essay on anything you feel strongly about and an entire essay on how we are not being good stewards of of God's creation. And all from that one accommodation that, that Kelly Powers had, had said, you know, this is how we can address this. This is how we can do it. And then, it, you know, it snowballed from there. Um, so I'm not sure that Answers your question, but yes. um, the accommodations that I, I think we have this year with student services, uh, again addressing a lot of, of families who might have said, "I don't, I don't think I can almost leave that 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 support blanket of of the public school system." No, we we can do that here with a number of different ways, and in our case, we kind of fell a little bit in a gray spot, and we can do that too, because um, again, it's about your your student. And and making sure they're going to be successful here. Um, I'm very excited for for the support services, even the ones we will not be taking advantage of, because I think it opens Colby up to um, a whole nother sector of, of families who might not have felt comfortable um doing doing this, being being part of this this class goal, this home education. But um, you know, we can we can make it make their kids successful. Yeah,
1: makes it an option now.
2: Yeah, it really, really, is. so I have had um, a family once for years tell me they didn't think they could do it. They didn't think they could homeschool. Um, but as I think many families are finding, um, the public schools are not, uh, there's, there's uh, you know, my husband had pointed out, there's a lot of unknowns. Um, who are your kids associating with? What are they being taught in the classrooms? And you know, with Colby, we we take that away. We know exactly what they're teaching because you know you could go watch the recording. I don't know anyone who has full time for that. Uh, if you're in the online classroom, and of course, if you're the 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 parent teacher, you you see exactly what what they're being taught. Uh, we know who their their classmates are. Um, so you know, there's a the peace of mind that comes with that. But anyway, going back to that family, um, those kind of factors I think might have have prompted the move but i i just laugh and I, I tease her all the time she has bulletin boards in her house that would rival any elementary school teacher <laughs> her kids are thriving and she says you know colby has just made it very possible with those detailed lesson plans with academic advising to for them to do it so families that thought like maybe this isn't for us yes we can definitely be for you
1: to hear yeah it has been you know in keeping with colby's way to to work to find what works for every family to customize it along the way and even and here in this new chapter with this greatly expanded student support services program that that we talk about in episode 145 so there's another one to listen to after this episode that goes into more detail about what we're talking about and there are links also in the show notes for that episode and i'll include them in this one for the webinar that Lindsay's talking about that that goes into the program as well so um now's a good time if folks are haven't yet taken advantage of it. This would be a good time to do that to be ready for the school year. And and that's not the first story I've heard. Happily of people who are considering Colby, like I, we couldn't have done this otherwise. And now now this is an option yeah. for us. And it's it's so rare in the in the space that 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 that's even an option. So yay yay for that. Yeah.
2: So and I think again, it always comes down to um, what do we do to make the student successful. Uh, what do we do to make the student um, be who God has called them to be and and that works you know uh, particularly in our our special needs as as well um, which is 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 really great I'd love to see you know as many special needs families join us um, and take advantage of what we have at, at Colby with this this really unique
1: uh, education good work going on there yeah yes for sure
0: I still I still feel like if this was a video performance we'd have to put out down at the bottom that Lindsay is an actual Colby homeschooling. <laughs> yeah.
2: She is not she is a not paid, paid speaker. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's 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 funny because I I love Colby. Um and, and I let me caveat that there have been days when my poor husband has walked through the door and I'm like that's it we're done. i got had it. Right. And he goes, "Wow." Um, so not every day is roses like this podcast may seem, um, (laughs) but every day is a blessing even when you can't see it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I had a, a friend, they joined Colby midway through the year, um, and the other family I just referenced has joined Colby, so I talk about Colby a lot. And, and this one particular friend is just like, "Are you are you getting like a discount on tuition for the people you refer?"
1: <laughs> no, sure. we just yes.
2: <laughs> we just uh, you know really have had it be a blessing for our family, and and want as many families as as possible to share that blessing. Uh, and you know, some families we talk to, Colby maybe isn't isn't the. Um, isn't the right match but you know home education catholic home education is for for everyone you know um i have families that i know of that prefer more of a flexible approach so having to be in a, a class at a certain time every week wouldn't necessarily be the be the right match uh you know with our online program but um you know homeschooling is a huge blessing and and you know, Stephen, as we talked about it can be a sacrifice but I can't imagine a, a better sacrifice than than preparing your children the way Colby allows allows you as a parent to to um, educate and and send them out into what can be a very scary world, um, armed with with what they have. I, I feel like I've uh, we are setting them up, my husband and I, and every Colby parent for the the best possible um, chance for success with this this background. When you finally go, okay. okay.
1: Lindsay, it's been an absolute pleasure visiting with you, so appreciate the time you've taken to visit with us. Thanks so much for coming to talk to us, and all our best to your family.
2: Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, Stephen, for, for the time this morning. As you can tell, there's nothing I like more, really, than, than chatting and getting excited about home education, and particularly with Colby Academy.
0: Disclaimer. Lindsay is an actual Colby Academy parent and not a paid actor. Subscribe to the ColbyCast on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss an episode. And let us know how we're doing by leaving a rating or a review. And as always, feel free to email us at podcast at colby.org.
1: Mary, our mother, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, pray for us. Ad maiorem Dei Gloriam.